This is the Daily Signal podcast bonus episode. I'm Tyler O'Neill. I sat down with Republican congressmen from across the country who voted to pass H.R. 2, the massive border bill in the House of Representatives Thursday. Many of them who represent states far removed from the border told me how the crisis impacts their states. Uh, Rep. Derek Van Orden discussed the fentanyl crisis in Wisconsin. Rep. Barry Moore discussed the fentanyl crisis in Alabama, noting that enough fentanyl had been seized in Birmingham to kill every man, woman, and child in the state. Rep. Bob Good, who represents Virginia, said that members of the MS-13 gang had murdered people in his Virginia district and that 400,000 illegals live in Virginia, costing about $5,000 per illegal immigrant. Take a listen to these interviews now. I hope you enjoy them. This is Tyler O'Neill with The Daily Signal. I'm here with Congressman Van Orden from Wisconsin, Wisconsin. Congressional District. Yep. And why would you say the border bill that the House is about to vote on is monumental, is important? You know, what should Americans be looking for? Well, what the Americans, American public, is they're not just looking for it, they're seeing leadership coming out of the House of Representatives. Uh, that's what's taking place. Kevin McCarthy's done a great job leading our conference here. And this is the strongest border security bill that has really ever been passed. And we were talking a little bit about some statistics here. Uh, over 26,000 illegal immigrants have uh, been encountered in the last 72 hours, highest number in history. Over 100,000 American citizens have died of fentanyl overdose since Joe Biden has taken uh, watch. It's a leading cause of death for Americans age 18 to 45. That's completely unacceptable and mostly preventable because we know 90% of that fentanyl is coming over the southern border. We know that because we're using uh, Joe Biden's uh, statistics, not ours. That is not a Republican talking point. Uh, we're spending $50 million a year to store the materials that have already been purchased by the American taxpayers to finish the border wall. So line item number one on this, finish the border wall. Uh, we don't have to make a trip to Home Depot to pick up anything. It's already sitting there out in the deserts. Um, I've been to the El Paso and the Tucson sector of the border. It means I've been there twice, uh, which is twice as many times as the president of the United States and twice as many times as the uh, border czar, uh, Kamala Harris, who we discussed earlier should not get an F, she should get an I, an incomplete, because she has done absolutely nothing uh, to help secure the border. How does this crisis impact voters and constituents in Wisconsin? Uh, we have had a rash of fentanyl overdoses in the 3rd Congressional District of the state of Wisconsin. In rural Wisconsin, we're having people die of fentanyl overdoses. Um, and it's happened all the time. And it's it's tragic. Uh, that's that's a in-your-face uh, testament to uh, Joe Biden, Secretary Marcus, really the Democrat Party writ large, especially over in the Senate with Chuck Schumer, um, just not caring about these things. I don't know how else you can describe that. If you could stop 90% of the fentanyl coming in over the southern border, why wouldn't you? Because it's killing our brothers and sisters and mothers and cousins and aunts and uncles. And, um, it's just, 
it's shocking to me. I mean, I sometimes sometimes I'm apoplectic. I don't. I just don't know what to say about how irresponsible the uh, Biden administration's border policies are. When how would this bill impact the fentanyl crisis in particular? Build the wall, secure the border, make sure that border uh, patrol is funded, give those guys and gals bonuses because they're working as hard as they possibly can, allow them to have other people do the processing so they can actually uh, stop the folks, interdict the people entering the border and then not have to spend the rest of their day sitting behind a computer typing. Those are big ones. I mean, th those are huge right there. And this bill would make it that require fewer illegals to be processed. This bill is gonna build the wall. We've got to finish building the wall, making sure we have enough agents, making sure the agents have what they need so that they can do their job in a in an effective manner. It's a good thing, and I don't. I, I am very disappointed in the messaging that's coming out of the White House and Chuck Schumer's Senate. So, the House of Representatives have been doing our job. We've got the debt ceiling through, passing a, a border uh, border bill today, and now it's incumbent on Chuck Schumer to do his job. And it's up to the Biden administration to do their job. Sign these into law. Stop this fear-mongering about the, uh, the uh, debt ceiling. Stop this fear-mongering about they're lying about taking veterans' benefits and all this stuff. They're just lying about this. So Chuck Schumer needs to do his damn job. And Joe Biden needs to do his damn job, too. We're doing ours. This is Tyler O'Neill, Managing Editor at The Daily Signal. I have Representative Barry Moore from Alabama. Great to have you with us. Thank you, Tyler. Good to be here. So can you tell us a little bit about how this bill, you know, how the border crisis impacts Alabama and what really, you know, leads you to support this bill? Yeah, well, you know, we, we seized enough fentanyl a few months ago in Birmingham to kill every man, woman, and child in Alabama. So although you may be a border town, th this is a crisis for our entire country as this fentanyl pours, and it's the number one killer now in people between the ages of 18 to 45. And so, you know, it's it's not just those border towns, like I said, and it's going to continue to impact us. As we, as we see these people, five million encounters, that's my state's entire population, have been contacted coming across the U.S. southern border. That don't count the ones that got away. So we basically displaced my entire state's population. So you have people who are coming here are going to need health care. They're going to need education. They're going to need food. We were giving them cell phones till we ran out. So my concern is now is how do we support these people who are not paying into the system? They bypassed everybody who was waiting in line. And so it is a crisis truly for the entire country, but it does impact our state. And how would you respond to some groups on the left that frame the issue as, you know, not caring for for the marginalized, the poor, you know, how, how would you address that sort of attack that you might hear from the Southern Poverty Law So my concern is what about the 85,000 children that our government has lost? I mean, we, we brought them in here, unaccompanied minors, and uh, they came here looking for the American dream, and somewhere they're in a sweatshop or they're being sex trafficked. Who knows? We've sent them to God knows where for God knows what. And the people that are supposed to be their trustees or their, the, the people that are supposed to be in charge of them, you know, 
many cases, we're not background checking those people. And we're just, they give us a Google address, we ship these children to those people, and we've lost 85,000 of them. To me, does that sound like compassion to you? No. Yeah. And what is the most impactful part of this bill that you can think of? So I think that where we start saying we're going we're gonna to detain you and return you, that lets people know stop coming here. There's no longer a free ride. In Yuma, Arizona, you know, I sat on Judiciary Committee, and, I, and, I, and I'm, I'm a member of the, uh, the Immigration Committee and Subcommittee. And, you know, in Yuma, Arizona, we talked about people from 106 different countries that have come just through that sector. And so it's very important now that, that the American people know that we've got people coming here who may not be just seeking asylum. They'd be seeking to do us harm. And so it's very important we get the word out. We've got to shut this border down and do what we can. And I think that when you tell them, hey, if you come here, we're going to detain you and return you rather than give you a cell phone, $800 a month in subsidies and a, and a, and a future court date, I think it's a deterrent. Yeah, wonderful. Well, thank you so thank much. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. This is Tyler O'Neill, Managing Editor at The Daily Signal. I'm joined by Representative Bob Good of Virginia. Uh, how are you this afternoon? Doing great, Tyler. Thanks for having me. Hey, my pleasure. So I'd like to hear how the border crisis is impacting Virginia and why you're you know, excited and supportive of this bill as a result of it. Well, Virginia in 2023 was estimated to have 400,000 illegal aliens in Virginia, costing an average of $5,000 approximately per alien for Virginians to support them. Uh, and now you've got the cessation of Title 42, which is going to, by most estimates, double the invasion. Right now we've got 10,000 a day coming. It's estimated maybe as many as 20,000 a day. This president is on track for some 15, 20 illegals to invade the country uh, during his time in, in office. Uh, and, you know, so far we've had five and a half million uh, that have been released in the country, essentially, because of these policies. Well, what about the one and a half million that don't want the free health care, free social services, free education? free travel, free housing that's provided by our generous administration to illegals. What, what about the one-half million that don't want those because of what they're trafficking in the country or what their terrorist or criminal ties are? We found a hundred on the terrorist watch list out of the five and a half million. How many might be in that one and a half million? How many did it take to perpetrate 9-11? Uh, if only one percent of the 1.5 million criminal gotaways are bad actors, that would be 15,000. I bet you, uh, neither you or or anyone else that we know would take a bet that 99% of the criminal gotaways are good folks here for the for just uh, productive reasons. So the bill also expands the number of crimes that would or the, the type of crimes that would disqualify someone for asylum. Would that have a big impact? in Virginia, and would that address a lot of the problems that you're talking about? Yeah, this, uh, an open border obviously contributes to the crime crisis in the country, which is or has, has grown massively under this administration, violent crimes up some 30 percent across the country. Uh, there's crimes being committed at the border. There's, there's crimes being committed by illegals. I've, we've had murders in my own community where I live in my district in Virginia from illegal aliens who are here, MS-13 gang members. So you've got the crime-ish 
issue. Again, you've got the health care taxing on our health care services, on our education services, on our social services. Uh, so uh, this is a comprehensive border bill. It is a border security bill. It's the strongest bill that's ever come out of the House. It's better than Goodlatte 1 and Goodlatte 2 that we couldn't get out of the House, what, 10 years ago with a larger Republican majority than what we had here. So a significant accomplishment uh, by uh, this leadership team and by the Republican majority to get this bill passed. Great. Well, thank you so much for speaking with me, Representative Greg. Thank you, Tyler. And that'll do it for today's bonus episode. Thank you for listening to the Daily Signal podcast. If you haven't gotten a chance, be sure to check out our evening show right here in this podcast feed, where we bring you the top news of the day. Also, make sure you subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts and help us reach more listeners by leaving a five-star rating and review. We read all of your feedback. Thanks again for listening. Have a great day. We'll be back with you all at 5 p.m. for our top news edition. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.